All right, welcome to our Thanksgiving spectacular show. <laughs> we're talking college, we're talking pros. Um, first, we're doing NFL though. Colin is here to talk NFL with me. Colin, as always, thank you for joining me. Appreciate you having me, man. Thanksgiving, let's do it. I uh, know, man. Thanksgiving, uh, what do we got? We got the three F's, right? We got family, food, and most importantly, football. So I like, and then you also, there's a fourth one that's food again. And then food, and then more food. Yes. So maybe, (laughs) (laughs) and then the next day leftovers. (laughs) Leftovers could truly be the best part. And now the fact that we actually have a Friday game. So it's, I know, know, I'm excited. Dude. And we have really good Friday college football too. So just Mm -hmm. good football coming up. Um, I like it. Ooh, all right. But the Thanksgiving games, we got three, three, I was going to say three big games, but the spreads would tell you otherwise. Three fun games, but definitely not, uh, I don't know. You got some pretty big spreads here for your normal Thanksgiving games. Um, but we're going to look at them all, um, starting, of course, with the Packers. Go Pack Go, baby, as always. We represent, we love them. We've picked against them a lot. We missed last week. I did. I missed last week picking against them, so that was fun to miss. Um, missed with Wisconsin winning, too, so look at that. Um, but this week, short week, obviously short week for the Packers, short short week for the Lions. Um, but it's in Detroit. Um, it's the annual you know game in Detroit for the Lions. I feel like the Packers play them usually. And for a while, we owned them, um, but... The last couple of years, the Lions have kind of had the Packers number. Goff, I think Goff is undefeated as a Lion against the Packers, which is weird. Um, I think Dan Campbell might be too. Um, but obviously the Packers haven't been as good the last couple of years. The spread is minus seven and a half. Ugh, I hate that seven and a half. That's such an annoying number. And the total uh, 46 and a half. And Colin, before we go any further... Welcome to the hedge. The hedge. <laughs> Double D. <laughs> For anyone wondering. We got we got we got, pro- we got production just lagging a little bit behind, yeah. but that's that's all right. <laughs> Our production guy, he's out for Thanksgiving, you know. <laughs> um but yes, welcome to the hedge with Double D. If you didn't know, now you know. Um your premier sports betting podcast, YouTube show, whatever you want to call us. Um uh woo, all right, little tangent there. Back to the pack. Packers Lions, minus seven and a half on the Lions. I like the Lions to win. Minus seven and a half is a lot. Um Tony's already texted us. He told us he likes the Lions minus seven and a half, but he can't join us officially. Um what do you think? And are, are you with me on the you like the Lions, but um what do you think on the minus seven and a half? I think the fact that Aaron Jones is going to be out Mm -hmm. and that they are going to be able to stack the box they can you know really put pressure on Green Bay I mean we know that the Lions defense isn't the greatest in the world um, but you can make Jordan Love you know get in mistakes I looked at his you know is he going to have a interception yes or no and no was plus money um yes was it was i think it was minus 178 so almost two to one odds that he is going to have an interception Mm -hmm. um 
I just think it's tough to ask them to actually go into Detroit hostile environment. Uh, sure, Green Bay is going to travel, but you know you're going to be stacked with a lot of uh, blue and silver. So yeah, I say you take you know the minus seven and a half pretty com you know comfortably. Um, yeah, the backdoor cover is the only way that I think this goes sideways where you know they're able to get down the field. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can see. Yeah, a little garbage time score at the end. Um, yeah, I could see that. That's why, I like the seven and a half, I like I might be safe and just put it as minus five or I don't know, minus five and a half, minus six. Um, just because Lafleur could do that thing if they're down by fourteen, score and go for two. You know, <laughs> put it to six. Um, yeah, just to be safe. But I mean, if I'm just putting this by itself, honestly. Let me see if I get rid of this minus two here. I would, I kind of like maybe doing like uh, David Montgomery anytime touchdown and then put the Lions like minus five and a half. And that puts you at plus 134. So that way you're getting, you're getting positive odds there. Um, David Montgomery, I think he's scored in every game he's played, which is pretty crazy. And the Packers run defense is very bad. So, um, I kind of that's what I would look at if I'm going to do it by itself, but I like the minus seven and a half too. Um, yeah, yeah, I think especially maybe even like look at the first half stuff. I think the Packers are just gonna, I don't think it's gonna be, I think we're gonna start off losing and it's gonna kind of be a 14 point ish game the whole time. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Where do you feel? Where do you stand on the over under? All right, so 46 and a half. Um, I feel like the Packers have hit the under a lot. We don't score a lot of points. Um, but the Lions do score a lot of points. I can see the Lions putting up 31 points, um, which means the Packers would only have to put up 17. So I think I kind of like the over here, actually. Um, I think the Lions come out scoring. Dan Campbell might even have like a little trick play for Thanksgiving up his sleeve. Um, and I see I see them kind of going up early um, and then us kind of putting a couple of touchdowns in the second half and getting over. What about you? Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. I'd stay away from it um, because the second that I, you know, think that the Packers are going to go over, um, they're not. You know, they end up scoring, you know, nine points, and you know the Lions get out of there, you know, scoring, you know, twenty four. So, yeah, um, I uh, I would stay away from it. I think it's too uh, too risky. And that 46 and a half, too, just makes me nervous. I, uh, I'd almost side with the under and yeah. think it ends up somewhere in like the 44 range. It, yeah. That that seems like a heartbreak number to me, yeah. honestly. It is high. Yeah. And it's in a dome. So weather's not an issue, but it is high. It is high. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like you said, I like, I like the minus seven and a half more for sure. Um, yeah. All right. Um, Commanders, Cowboys. Um, this used to be, I don't know, it's all this is always your classic Thanksgiving game. Um, it's funny if they've got Commanders, makes it sound a little different than the Redskins and the Cowboys, obviously, for your Thanksgiving Day matchup, but it still is. Um, Cowboys, man, yesterday when I was looking at this, the Cowboys were minus 10 and a half. Um, it's now minus 12 and a half. So a two point jump is massive. Um, so I don't know what happened, but that's a crazy jump. There must have been someone announced hurt or something, or or massive money must have come in on the Cowboys. Um, yeah. 
It's at 48 and a half total. Minus 10 and a half is a very tasty uh, spread there. I would love to get in that for the Cowboys because I do think they, man, I don't know. I kind of think the Cowboys smack them here. Um, the Commanders were doing like better than we would have thought at the beginning. They traded away some of their big defensive players and have just been terrible the last couple of games. Sam Howell can't get protected. He's going to get sacked like 30 times. Micah Parsons is going to eat him. And I just, I don't, I could see this being ugly early and then not getting better. Um, so I think I'm going to take, I'd probably take the Cowboys minus 12 and a half. Um, we were talking earlier, there's a lot of good touchdown odds that you might like because I think the Cowboys are going to score a lot. And I can see the commander scoring a little bit, especially late, but um i like the cowboys love minus 12 and a half what are you thinking so i i'm looking specifically at the uh on the i'm looking at FanDuel, the parlays the spread slash total points double and i can get crispy odds plus 210 for dallas minus 10 and a half and the over at 47 and a half because that that 12 and a half, I can see, again, you know, that very end, uh, just Hal slinging it, and he gets you, you know, within 10 points. Still loses the game, obviously, but um, I think that I think that that's where I would go with it. If push came to shove, yeah, give me Cowboys minus 12 and a half, but I'll take the 10 and a half and the over 47 and a half for plus 210. Ooh, okay. Okay, so let's see here, 48. Yeah. I imagine the Cowboys obviously getting a lot of that. I don't know. I'm going to stay away from their total, but yeah, I like minus 12 and a half total, or I mean, officially, <laughs> for the Cowboys. Now, this would be the most Cowboys thing in the world to just absolutely, like, beef this and the Washington, you know, Washington actually wins it. Um, that would be a, a interesting wrinkle. And uh, in the NFC of kind of what happens if if that does happen, because mm-hmm. right now it seems like they're it, it seems like the Cowboys are pretty much locked in almost um, at the five seed, and they would most likely play the NFC South, which would be either Tampa or the Saints. Which that couldn't break any better if you're a Cowboys fan to have you know, that is your, uh, is your game to kind of continue on. So seriously, yeah, everyone's going to want to play. Yeah. Yeah. comes out of the South, maybe the Falcons, probably not, but whomever, literally anyone, yeah. but the <laughs> uh, all right, well, moving on 49ers Seahawks, um, 49ers, it was minus six and a half yesterday. It's minus seven now for the 49ers. Um, Ever since they got healthy, they look back to being dominant. Um, Seahawks lost last week to the Rams. Um, a bad loss for them because they've got a tough schedule coming up. Total is 43 and a half. Um, even without even looking at the total, um, I was leaning towards the under of the total just because all these stats that are like, all these primetime games, they just keep going under. It's like 26 and eight or something like that now. It was 24 and seven last week, and then the two and one. Um, the primetime Thanksgiving night game goes under like it's like 11 and a five, 11 and five under. Um, 
So it is always seems to hit under. I don't know what it is. Um, this would be one where it could go over because the 49ers can put up a lot of points. Um, mm -hmm. But it's in Seattle. So I would imagine it's going to be a little bit tougher to score. A um, little bit, a little bit, a couple more field goals instead of touchdowns type of thing. So I'm still going to take the under. Um, I'm just going to go with the stats. I'm going to go with the trends and ride the under there. If I was putting like a little parlay, I might add a couple points and make it like 46, go under 46. But um, in general, I'm taking the under. I'm taking the 49ers. But like I said, I'm not going to take this straight up. I'm, I'm going to put this in like a parlay or something and take the Niners like minus two and a half. Um, I definitely think they'll win, but I could see this being a closer game <clears throat> with it being at Seattle. What about you? <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, I think the, you know, Geno Smith absolutely getting, you know, almost murdered last week uh, was pretty intense. So, you know, how good is his, you know, chest and ribs going to be feeling after that is pretty, uh, pretty telling. Yeah, um, supposed to play, but like you said, well, no, he's probably not, he's not going to be 100%. So. No, and, and certainly, you know, it, if he starts rolling and he gets outside, you know, outside the uh, the pocket, so to speak, um, that could be really heavy for him. So I'm, I'm right there with you, man. Uh, minus seven for the 49ers under 43 and a half. I think they can, you know, score 27 points and, um, you know, Seattle ends up with like something weird, like, you know. Well, 16 would be the weirdest, but, you know, 14 or something like that. I, I think the 49ers take care of them because they see what they need to do. And they screwed up for, you know, what, three weeks in a row? Mm -hmm. um, so they can't – they kind of lost their leverage of, you know, oh. taking it easy, mm -hmm. so to speak. So they got to win. Yeah. Now, this is – especially if the Lions keep winning, it's going to be between – it's going to be interesting to see who gets that one spot, the Lions, the Niners, and the Eagles because – Oh, yeah. Eagles are going to have some tough games also. Um, I feel like the yeah. Lions, like, I don't have them all in front of me, but I'm guessing the Lions have to have the easiest schedule because they get to play the Vikings twice. They get to play the Bears again. Obviously, yep. the Packers this week. Packers so that's, I mean, that should be like four wins, honestly. So, yeah. yeah. I wonder what the Lions' odds to win the NFC are or not to get the number one seed are because that could be an interesting little upset there. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's move on. Let's do the Friday game. For the first time ever, we have Black Friday. Woo! Football all weekend, baby. Um, Dolphins at the Jets. Oh, man, what a game this would have been if Rodgers was still playing. This would have been an epic Black Friday game, man. Um, right. These teams would have been battling for the division. But instead, we get Tim Boyle. <laughs> so... Um, Aaron Rodgers' buddy that they brought over as a third stringer, Tim Boyle. Um, I don't know. I'm not, I mean, I don't know anything, so we'll see. He's probably not going to do that good. Um, I imagine the Dolphins smash him. The Jets have an amazing defense, so maybe they keep it close. The Dolphins have kind of struggled on the road, but more against good teams. The Jets, I don't know. I like the Dolphins. I think though they said minus. I don't know. I never said the total or the spread. It's minus nine and a half. Dolphins minus nine and a half. Total at forty one. Um, and I like the Dolphins here. I feel like they should win by two touchdowns. Um, hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred percent. I mean, it's like 
can the dog can the Dolphins you know score seventeen points? Yeah, <laughs> and the answer is yes because I don't see how the yeah. Jets are gonna. I mean, a pick six maybe, and then maybe a rushing touchdown that gets you fourteen. Um, I think that's really the only places where the uh, um, the points are gonna come. Um, yeah. So it's yeah. a uh, it's an easy uh, minus nine and a half. Yeah. Um, and then under as well. I think you'd have more confidence betting the Washington plus money than the the Jets plus money. Easy. Yes, definitely. Yeah. 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 I like. Yeah. Definitely. Even though the Jets are at home, I just yeah, I don't trust them. Yeah. And I like the under too for sure. Um, because I mean the Bills the Bills took care of them last week, and the Bills have, are just not you know who they have been, you know, last year and everybody penciling them in as AFC, uh, you know, conference, you know, not champions, but not on this show. We didn't. (laughs) No, we didn't. We took the under heavy. That's right. Um, But yeah, Dolphins, they should destroy them. Um, And the Dolphins defense is better now. Ramsey's playing the last couple of games. He's back from his injury. He, yeah. A crazy interception, but I think he's still going to play this week. They said looks like he's okay. Um, so yeah, I see the Dolphins scoring like six points. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I like um, I like the uh, anytime uh, touchdown score for Jalen Waddle uh, for the Dolphins. I think Sauce Gardner is going to be locked uh, locking Tyreek up as much as he can. Yeah, um, and that's at least going to get. A nice opening to uh, um, to Waddle. Yeah, I like that too. That sounds good. And he's got it's plus one sixty five. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah, I like that. That's good odds for that. Yeah, and he's on a fantasy team, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right. How much time we got? All right, we got five minutes. Like um. All right. Let's take a quick break, and we'll come back, and we'll do the Sunday games. Um. We'll look at maybe three or four of those games, some of the bigger games of the weekend that we find interesting. Um, oh, and then we'll wrap it up with our uh, turducken, our turducken Thanksgiving parlay pick. Yes, yes. Can't forget that we got our we got our turducken Thanksgiving parlay pick. We'll give you three legs of the parlay: the turkey, the duck, and the chicken. We'll stuff it all together inside of each other, or however they do that. And then uh, we'll bake a parlay. <laughs> 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 All right. So, Colin, I will see you here in a couple of minutes and uh, stay with us. Sweet. All right. Welcome back. Thank you for sticking around. We still got our Sunday games to go. Um which has a much better slate, honestly, if you look at the spreads, a lot of closer spreads, um, especially the four games that we're looking at. Um, we'll go ahead and start. I think the best one o'clock or noon, you know, wherever you are, the best um, one o'clock game is uh, Browns Broncos. Um, Broncos are all of a sudden sneaky, you know, in the hunt. Um They've beaten some teams, and it's not all bad teams. They beat, like, the Chiefs and the Bills back-to-back, and, you know, maybe the Bills aren't good, but got a couple wins in there. They beat Joshua Dobbs. I mean, (laughs) they're getting some wins. Um, The Browns, I feel like it doesn't matter who's playing quarterback because Deshaun Watson really wasn't that good anyways. So 
whoever's back there, maybe a DTR can do some stuff. Maybe Joe Flacco. I feel like I trust whoever whoever's back there. I feel like it will be fine, kind of. Um, but the Browns are plus one and a half, and I'm jumping all over that. I mean, Browns, it's going, it's at Denver. Uh, Denver's favored one and a half, 36 and a half total. And I am jumping all over the Browns plus one and a half. Might as well take a money line if you're going to do that. Um, what are you thinking? Are you with me here? Or am I? I am I am with you more than any other bet. This all right. Week. That is <laughs> that is literally my lock of the week. Yeah. All right. That's crazy. Uh, Browns. And to your point, it's like just take the you know, take the plus uh plus money cuz that gets you uh plus 104 uh for just the money line. So I'm a 1000%. I think that you know, Broncos have done a good job, um, a lot better than I thought they were, but I don't see them. I don't see them winning five games in a row. It just, it boils down to that. I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, care yeah. if they're in Denver. I think the Cleveland defense is real. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that they can, they've been patchwork quilting it on the offense. I think they're going to continue to do so. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Browns all day. Yep. All day. Yep. All right. I agree. Browns all day. Um, I misspoke. This is not an app. This is an afternoon game. It's a four o'clock game. So yeah, yeah. Um, I forgot I had that written down wrong. Here we were going to do the Jags game first, but doesn't matter. <laughs> we like. I'm glad that we started here because it seems like this is both of our our favorite pick here. So yeah. it was fate. So yeah. Browns money line. Take it to the bank. Let's make some money. I mean that's great. All right. I don't care. Thirty six and a half. I'm not even going to look at that. I like the money line too much to even care about the over-under. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's stay with the late games, and then we'll, then we'll go to the early game. So, late game number two, Bills and Eagles. Um, Bills are on the slide. They had a win last week after they fired their coach, but they played the Jets. Eh. Eagles, big win Monday night. That was a big win for me. Had that at plus 120. That felt like a really easy plus 120 choice there. But obviously the game was a little uh, scarier for a little bit there. So Eagles, though. Eagles, still one of the best teams. It is minus three and a half, though. Um, I like minus three and a half. I'd probably take that. But to be safe, I'm going to buy it down to minus two and a half. And I'm going to take the Eagles and jump all over that and be happy with my two and a half points. And I imagine they win by a touchdown. What are you thinking? I think that I think this is my number two lock. The Eagles right. minus three. Uh-huh. Um, also, go ahead and just parlay that together with uh, AJ Brown anytime TD score. Uh, he was hardly involved in the offense yeah. um, last week. Hopefully, anybody that had him on the fantasy didn't need. Uh, mm-hmm. him to score eight points because I think he got two because I've got him in one of my leagues. Mm-hmm. Uh, luckily, I luckily I won it, so uh, <laughs> my heart wasn't broken. But I think uh, I think they're a lot better. I, I think the Bills are just they're just not good enough. It just boils down to that. It just you know they just can't seem to like put a complete game together, offense and defense. Mm-hmm. Um, and yep. they're having a lot of injury issues. Uh, you know, luckily that's, you know, the scary hit um, last week. I uh, forgot his name. Apologies. But, um, you know, they just kind of keep having these things happen to them. So um, I'm Eagles all day, all day. And I would, you know, 
parlay that with uh with a Cleveland as well, and then you yeah. you've got real plus money in it. So. Yeah, seriously, I like that too. Um, yeah, and I like what you said with AJ Brown. Um, the Chiefs are really good at shutting down the number one receiver, so that was actually that was good last week. I mean, to see Devonte Smith, that was kind of something I was looking at um for his over. And so I think it bounces back to AJ Brown this week, kind of share the load. And like you said, the Bills are really beat up on defense. They had to trade for Razul Douglas. And I mean, he was good for us, but I mean, he's not like a top cornerback. Um, so yeah, I like AJ Brown to go off. I like the Eagles to win. And again, I don't really care that much about the over-under at 48 and a half. Um no, yeah. And we said, I feel like everybody's talking about the Bills, and they're all saying the same thing. Josh Allen turns the ball over too much. Defense is injured. Yep. Can't run the ball. I mean, I will say, though, they're running the ball. Last year, a couple of years, they, they really couldn't run the ball. They like 30 yards. That was a fun, always bet they're under on the running backs. But this year, James Cook, I guess, he's he's running it. So, yep. at least something. I don't know. I feel like there's going to be points scored, but I'm going to stay away from the total. Mm-hmm. I agree. All right. A lot of agreement, although we do good when we agree, so nothing wrong with that. Um, Jags-Texans. Um, <laughs> I don't know if everyone can hear that beep or not, but just got a, a loud text. Um, Jags minus two at Houston. Texans, surprise team of the year. Oh, man, they're fun to root for. CJ Stroud's fun. They've already hit their over, I think, for a total. Um, it was six and a half, so they're either at six. I think they're only at six, actually. So um, they're about to hit their over another couple next couple of weeks. Oh, this is tough, though. Um, CJ Stroud's hot. Texans are – they should have won by more last week. The Jags are also coming on, too. Ooh, it's tough, though, man. Um I still think I like – I mean, the Texans played the Bengals. I mean, they beat the Bengals, you know. Um, played them really well, beat them when they still had Burrow. Oh, man, this is tough because I really do like the Texans, but I think I'm going to stick with the Jags here. Um, I think at a certain point, Texans are going to have a little bit of a letdown. Um, and I also like the under, I think, at 48 and a half is a lot of points. Um the Jags sometimes have weird games too, so I could see this kind of being like an ugly, an uglier game. Um, but I'm not near as confident in this. What about you? I think this is going to be the best game of the uh, of the week in terms of most entertaining. Yeah. Um, and you know, you're not sure which way to go, kind of proves that. Um, I'm I'm riding with the Texans, man. I'm riding with the Texans. I love I love what they're doing. Um, I all I completely agree on the under of 48 and a half. Um, I think that the Texans people, uh, Houston is going to actually show up for this game mm-hmm. in a big way. I think it will be a hostile environment for the Jags. Um, but yeah, give me Texans home dogs plus money. Go ahead, you can throw me in the you know the money line. I don't, I don't right. care. I'm, okay. I'm with it. I'm with it. Well, I, I mean, I like that, man. Like I said, I'm not confident in the Jags. I would not be surprised at all. If anything, I might, like, just, like, buy the Texans at the plus four or something like that. Yeah. Oh, man, yeah. Because, like you said, I think this will be a good game. I think very back and forth. Um, kind of come down to who has the ball last type of thing. And this is going to be – which is going to be great, man. This could set up a great rivalry, you know, a little NFC South. 
two young quarterbacks duking it out, finally having something fun in the NFC South. Sorry, Titans fans. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Well, let's go. It's exciting. All right. Oh, yeah. Jags for me, Texans for you. All right. And the final game um, that we're doing, the Sunday night game, the Ravens at the Chargers. It's in L.A. The Ravens are still probably going to have the home field advantage. They're favored by three and a half. And the total is 47 and a half. Um, Chargers aren't very good, as we saw last week. Man, they're so weird. Oh, here's another weird stat. It was like since 2020, I want to say. Justin Herbert is the only quarterback. I think he's like the most losing or whatever. Like He's the only quarterback with 30 losses, which is strange. And obviously because he's only the only quarterback that loses a lot that still plays because he's not his fault, I guess. But it's weird, man. They got to get rid of Staley, I guess, and then figure out what the problem is. Um, with that, I'm going with the Ravens. <laughs> um, I guess, I mean, I will see though, because without Mark Andrews, the Ravens are going to be a different team too. Um, I might be safe here and buy it down to two and a half. Um, but I definitely think the Ravens win. And but the Chargers always play close games, so it's almost worth. Just like taking the Chargers plus eight and a half because they're always going to be in a one scores game, it seems like. Um, maybe do a fun little parlay. Just take the Ravens money line or and then Chargers plus eight and a half. You actually will probably get pretty good odds there. But I don't know. What are you thinking here? You with the Ravens? Chargers are bad. Yeah, I think the I think the Ravens are gonna win this. Um I just I think Staley is out the door. I mean, you saw his kind of explosion last week of, uh, you know, kind of stop asking me that question. Uh, you know, I feel confident in where we're at. That mm-hmm. uh, if you have to tell, scream at somebody that you're confident where you're where you are, you're not confident where you are. So um, this also holds true to my uh, tinfoil hat theory that uh, Staley gets fired and uh, Belichick uh, bows out of the Patriots and goes to the Chargers while uh, Vrabel goes from the Titans to uh, the Patriots, um, going back home, so to speak. And then Arthur Smith goes back to the Titans. (laughs) (laughs) Good. I mean, it's honestly the Belichick thing. I don't know. We'll say, I don't know. I I mean, Staley's going to be fired. So that step one is very, very good. (laughs) Yeah. My step one is is locked in. Locked in, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the other wild pieces that that is the key. Well, do you like the Ravens minus three and a half? Yeah, I honestly don't. I don't have an issue with it. I just think that at this point, it feels like I can sleep if I lose that bet. Whereas if I'm taking, you know the chargers plus money like you know just only like plus three and a half that just doesn't seem like enough mm-hmm. if it's you know plus six and a half or five and a half then we're then we're having a conversation but um yeah ravens all day yeah all day yeah um yeah and this will be a good actually this will be good to see kind of where the ravens are without mark andrews going forward um yeah yeah, but I definitely think, yeah, I definitely think they win. Um, and maybe well, I think you know Zay Flowers can actually get some. Yeah, get some help. 
That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, look at look at some of the overs for some of the receivers there. Um, yeah, yeah. All right, man. All right, well, let's wrap that up. Um, Ravens minus three and a half. That brings. Can, us... can I give you another uh, another one that's a lock for me? That's outside of you know our important games. All right, lock number three: a turducken of locks. A turducken of locks. New Orleans. Oh, all right. New Orleans over the Falcons. Yes, plus one and a half. Oh, plus one and a half. That's surprising. Plus one and a half. And then they haven't. I just looked it up. Uh, they haven't got the um, anytime TD scores, but give me a uh, give me a little Taysom Taysom Hill um, anytime TD. That's okay. that's got to be juicy there. It's going to be like in the plus two hundreds, I'd imagine. Yeah, for sure. I think um, I think that's going to happen. So all right, lock number three, New Orleans plus one and a half. Yep, that's always a good game, New Orleans Atlanta. It's just now it's like or it's always a close game. Now it's just like eh, a ugly game, but. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So lock number one, Browns plus one and a half slash money line. Lock yep. number two, Eagles minus three and a half or minus two and a half. Yep. And then Collins lock number three is plus one and a half for New Orleans. Yes. All right. I like it. <clears throat> I definitely like the Lions. I mean, <laughs> the Browns and the Eagles. Um, and then if I was going to put together. We were looking at putting together a little parlay for the Thanksgiving games. And initially I was looking at just like, I mean, we like the favorites here to seem like really big favorites. I feel like the favorites going to win. I'd be really surprised if one of the underdogs win. And if you money line, if you just parlay all three of them on a money line, you're still like minus 110. So it's not great odds. I mean, if you want to do that and have a safe, easy parlay. But officially, we are giving you our Thanksgiving turducken parlay, and it's going to be a little bit juicier. We're going to have a little turkey, a little duck, and finish it off. We're going to stuff that chicken up in that parlay. We don't know how it works. It just works. Exactly. I don't fully understand it. I've never done it, but this (laughs) is first for everything. So, one, two, three, four. Oh, okay. That's right. I forgot. This is a turducken parlay with a little uh, pumpkin pie dessert on the side because we got a fourth pick. <laughs> so we're keeping it safe. Um, starting off with the turkey, the big classic safe. I mean, this is classic. This is the turkey. This is the team that always plays on Thanksgiving. The Cowboys taking the Cowboys to win um, money line as our big turkey. But then we're stuffing it with a little duck, a little fancy duck, a little CD lamb duck. We're stuffing that in our turkey. CD lamb touchdown anytime. Mm. Mm. That brings you to only plus 118. So we need a little bit more. We, we need got a- to, we got to get some juice. We got to we, we need some brine just to make sure it doesn't dry out, you know. So you go with the classic chicken, right? Everyone loves a classic chicken. Another classic, Lions, they play on Thanksgiving every year also. Another classic, we're taking them, but we're going to be safe. We're taking them minus two and a half. Mm-hmm. You know, the chicken's got to be a little bit smaller. It's got to fit inside everything, so we're buying it down. Two and a half, Lions. Organic, free range. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, that is your official turducken, yep. but we're not done. Because what's Thanksgiving without pumpkin pie? 
and a little pumpkin pie. It's always sweet. Um, we're still going to take it easy. We're going to take the 49ers money line. A little pumpkin pie on the side, fill you up, give you a nice rounded off 276 parlay. So hmm. nothing too crazy. I feel very confident in it, though. You know, you don't want to get too crazy when you're eating this or ducking. It's our first time. We're still figuring out how it works, but I feel really good about it. Plus 276. Maybe I'll spice it up and do more than the $10 bet. You know, maybe I'll put a little 15 spot down, a little 20 spot down, see what happens. Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. So there's your official turducken plus pumpkin pie. Dallas Cowboys to win with a CD Lamb touchdown. The Lions at minus two and a half. And the 49ers at, on the money line to just win straight up. So you've really got three very easy picks, plus the CD Lamb touchdown really spices it up and adds adds it up to the plus 276. So there's our official. We'll check it out and see how we did. Plus 276. That can really cover if we miss anything else. But I don't think we're going to miss anything else. I think that's gonna, just going to add up, give you a great Thanksgiving NFL weekend, family food, football, and something with an F about betting. I don't know. Football picks. I don't know. Fantasy. <laughs> Some, something in there. Friendship. Friendship. Yeah. Yep. Um, finals. I don't know. There's going to be something. We'll, we'll figure it out, we'll, and I'll edit it in. I like it. For now. For now, thank you for joining me, Colin, as always. Thank you for joining me, dude. Happy Thanksgiving. I hope you have a good holiday. Hope you do as well. I got a. I'm not uh, not the best at uh, NCAA, but I got Oregon uh, Oregon State over the 61 and a half. Okay, I think that's lock that in. Okay, all right. So that must have gone down. All right, so yeah. Oregon Oregon State over 61 and a half for his uh, another little Black Friday game for Colin. All right, lock it in. Lock Black, four. Black Friday special for the Ducks. Shout <laughs> out. Oh, that's the duck. That, well, we could have put that yeah, far. Duck in, I know. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll do it on the college football show. So if you watch <laughs> that one first, you'll be more surprised. <laughs> All right. All right, y'all. Well, thanks for joining us. Happy Thanksgiving. Eat food. Be safe. All that stuff. Um, bet safe. You know, let's win some money. And I'll see you next week. I think we're, I mean, we're running out of time. We only got a couple more weeks left. So let's enjoy it. It is. All right, man. See ya. You're well, brother. Peace.